welcome back to The Daily Dilemma. I'm Emma. And I'm Brian. Burns. And today we have kind of a fun episode. We're going to be talking about employer slash employee horror stories while working. So we each have three stories that we want to tell, three that we found, and uh, we're going to talk about them because they're pretty crazy. So who wants to kick it off? You want to start or do you want me to start? I want you to start. Okay. Um, this one, this one got me. Worked at a new fries that opened in my old town a number of years back. It was pretty bad initially, and they really overworked their employees. The turnover was huge, and later a suit was filed against this specific fries. In any case, when I started there was a blonde woman who I forgot her name now. Let's call her Beth. Beth was overly enthusiastic to the point of being incredibly annoying to any and every employee slash customer. Beth was apparently also a pathological liar and frequently left her shifts early to do God knows what. When she was fired, she came back with a nice purple present, all wrapped up with a white bow and everything. It was meant to be an apology to the manager, but she quickly dropped it off and took off, saying she was busy. It smelled like it had been doused in a gallon of perfume, but she seemed half crazed, so whatever. The manager for her department at the time took it and opened it near the registers. Inside was a lump of crap. She cracked oh. in a box and gave it to her manager as a gift, of course. And then they added, I clearly I should clarify that the box was not large, half a foot length and width wise. There was no smearing or mudging along the box. It was about as neat as you can make a turd in a box. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Making messes over there? Right? Yeah, apparently. <clears throat> wow, that's an interesting one. Imagine. <laughs> How would no, Ethan be the manager? That is just a little, that's a little hard to believe. Yeah, I know. Someone would go to those lengths. Yeah, it's like the old, uh, the old trick of uh, putting a bag of that on someone's porch and lighting it on fire, and when they walk out, they stomp out the fire and get it all over them. I've never heard of that. No, but it seems like you've certainly. <laughs> I've never done it. Um, I've heard, I've seen it. I think I've seen it in a movie or something. I think I've seen it happen. One of my friends. No. Um, okay, so what do you have to say about this one? I don't gross. have to say anything. That's just disgusting. It is disgusting. I can't ever imagine. Like, you work at a fries. You work at a grocery store. How bad could your life be? If you don't like your job, just leave. Find another one. Yeah. Okay, your turn. Some more of that story. All right, here we go. I this is a another one that I found. It says I worked at a company where they had cameras, mics, and speakers installed all over the place, even in the kitchen. If you spent two extra minutes at lunch, the wife of the business owner was screaming at you through the speakers. She would also get her manicures and pedicures in the office and afterwards ask employees to empty the bucket she used to soak her feet in. So terrible. So... They were, yeah, they were viewing, like, kind of monitoring everybody on cameras. Micromanaging, and then... Just kind of extreme, right? Like, and then they were being, you know, pretty 
lax at work, you know, doing pedicures and stuff there. In the office. In the office. Yeah. And then asking their employees to dump out the gross water. Yeah, That's clearly they just have never managed a... Business or business office? Business before. Yeah. It's gross. Find a new job. That's one where you don't deserve to be treated that way. This. Okay, this one's really crazy, and there's actually... <clears throat> I won't, I won't spoil the story, but... All right. Okay, a few, years, a few years ago, I was a kitchen manager at a place in Charlotte, North Carolina. I didn't know if it was common knowledge or not, but drug use in kitchens is very common, and most of the time, accepted. That being said, I had a line cook who had come in tweaked out on cocaine. He came to me, explained the situation, apologized, asked if he could run somewhere and come in a little later in better shape. It was slow, and most of the prep was done, so I said he can have an extra hour. He comes back 45 minutes later and is calmed down, stopped shaking, and had a grin on his face. He was one of my better line cooks, so I was glad to see that I didn't have to reprimand him. We begin the dinner service, and everything is running smoothly. When I look across the line, and he begins to look as if he's falling asleep while working the grill. He assured me that he was fine. 15 minutes goes by and I see him collapse, landing with his face and arm on the grill. He didn't even wake up. I run across the kitchen and push him off. Skin literally melted to the grill. As he hits the ground, he wakes up and simply says, Aw, shit, chef. (laughs) May I go to the the hospital? This is a, a... restaurant yeah um the smell was absolutely horrific oh could you imagine now they no. got still i mean literally can't imagine they can't cook on that anymore that's gonna ruin the food at 7 p.m on a friday night we closed the restaurant opened all the doors and windows and cleaned up the mess we bought new plates for the grill don't worry as i'm doing my order for the next day around 10 p.m he comes back in bandaged up and says chef can i help with anything Astonished, I couldn't reply. As he continued to explain that he was, he went to his dealer's house and got a shit ton of oxycontin. Excuse my oh language. My and snorted it so he could calm down. And he just nodded out. But it's okay. They gave me morphine so I could still work. <laughs> and I'm a dumbass, so don't worry about workers' comp. I just still want to have a job. It continues. Yes. Two weeks later, he returned to work sober and hasn't touched a drug or had a drink since. I arranged so that his hospital bills were paid, but he had no paid time off. One of the best employees and craziest mother efforts I will ever meet. Wow, so it had a good ending. Yeah, and wait for this. It gets better. Okay. So there is an edit made, like, I think a few years ago. Um, cause this is posted a while back okay. and he says, after seeing how much you guys enjoy the story, I contacted him. It's been three years. He met his now fiance at an NA meeting, expecting a daughter in a few months and was just called about becoming the sous chef at a restaurant opening in Atlanta. He moved there because he said that Charlotte was too dangerous <laughs> Charlotte was too dangerous for him and there were too many haunting memories. Thank you guys so much. Makes me proud. He cried thinking of me. So, oh, so that's he turned his life around at the end of the day, but that's pretty crazy. Wow, that's really so gross would you though. Say that was you managing the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Would you keep him on? Excuse me. 
Well, I think the manager made him get some rehab before he would let him work again, which makes sense. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a tough one because if you think that, if you think the person is serious about getting better, then it seems like you could take a chance on him, but, um, I think wow. that would be a tough one for that me. That would be a tough one. I would definitely <clears> dabble <throat> with that, not dabble with drugs, but dabble with the idea of keeping yeah. someone on like that. It is a restaurant I job. Think, I think you'd have to, you know, maybe drug test them or something like that just so you don't have that issue again because that's pretty serious. Well, yeah, even having to buy new grills because, like, he... It's expensive, yeah. Yeah. And the, that smell, I can only imagine what that's like. Um, I did work in restaurants when I was young, and I never actually witnessed it, but I did hear that that was a pretty common thing for especially the, the yeah. cooks and things like that to uh, do cocaine and things. It's crazy. Can't relate. <laughs> yeah, say nope to dope and out to drugs. Here you go. <laughs> you want me to do one now? All right. Wait, did I do two in a row? I thought we no, said okay. It's my turn. Yeah. Um, okay, so this one, the the title of this one is a coworker stole my. You don't even tell the Oh, no, you don't want to hear the title? the title? All right. Here's the story. My food is always really, really spicy. I just love it that way. Anyway, I was sitting at my desk when my coworker came running out, having a hard time breathing. He he then ran into the bathroom and started being sick. I'm guessing maybe throwing up or something. Yeah. Turns out he ate my clearly labeled lunch. <clears throat> it also was in a cooler lunch box to keep it cold from work to home. And it's a long drive. There was nothing different about my lunch that day. In fact, it was just the leftovers from my dinner the night before. Fast forward a day and my boss comes in asking if I tried to poison this person. Of course, I denied that I had done so. I even took out my current day's lunch and let my boss taste a bit. He was blown away by how spicy it was, even though he only took a small bite. I then proceeded to eat several spoonfuls to prove I could eat it with no problem. You know, it's true. Some people have a, like a high tolerance to spicy food. I'm not, I'm not one of those people. Honestly, after COVID, I... No, before COVID too. I've just gone really like I really enjoy spicy food. You do? Okay, not me. Um, he said not to worry and that it was clear to him that I didn't mean any harm. My coworker shouldn't have been eating my food, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. I thought the issue was over. A week later, dun dun dun. I got a call from, I got a call up to HR for an investigation, claiming that I did in fact try to harm this person and this investigation is still ongoing. What confuses me is there was nothing said about this guy trying to steal my lunch. When I brought it up, they said something along the lines of, we cannot prove he stole anything. I'm confused at this. I thought the proof would be clear. I'm with this guy. I think was that- Was that it? Was that the whole story? End. He yeah. doesn't tell what happened after? No, we don't know how it ends, but the fact that the coworker was stealing his lunch is wrong. Just say you're a wimp to spicy food and move on. You exactly. don't need to take it up for an investigation. Right. And if he's stealing someone's lunch, 
what about investigating that? I think my whole family should be investigated <laughs> then because my lunch has definitely been stolen several times. Yeah. <clears throat> well, do another one? Uh, yeah. Your turn. We own a salvage yard, a junkyard, and we usually have a few cats around. Every now and then, one of these cats will <laughs> claim us and live in the office. We feed it, take it to the vets, and become our junkyard pet cat. One particular cat was awesome, and all the guys loved this cat, even the burly guys. They would all share their lunches with the cat. This one guy that used to work for us was a real asshole. One day, he decided that he didn't like the cat anymore. He took a can of spray paint and painted the poor kitty all over head to toe. Head to tail. <laughs> when the cat came into the office, my husband, who is the boss, went ballistic. The first thing my husband did was wash the cat off as the best he could. Then he went into the shop and raised holy hell, screaming at everyone until a new guy finally told him that he saw Jim spray the paint on the cat. My husband was raging and wanted to really F this guy up bad, but instead called the cops and filed animal cruelty charges and fired him on the spot. This guy had the balls to file for unemployment for unlawful termination. He was denied several times, but kept opposing the judgment. We fought his argument all the way to the highest level of state review, where he was granted full unemployment benefits. The reason was even though he broke the law while at work, it doesn't state in our handbook no spray painting of cats or no unlawful activities at the workplace. We thought this would have been a given. This guy finally got his, got his though, kinda. He's serving a year in jail for fleeing from a police while drunk. The cat lived for several more years. One guy would always come in on Sunday to feed her and he found her dead. She had died in her sleep and in a box filled with blankets that he kept for her. That was That's like a sad story. That was a really like roller coaster of emotions. I I didn't even read the end before I. <laughs> I was like, and the cat, the cat lived on, and then he died, and then he's in jail, and then. <laughs> wow. I think yeah, torturing cats is a bad thing in general. But isn't that hilarious? Like they literally have to put in their handbook like don't <laughs> don't spray paint the cats. Yes. I don't like cats so. I'm not a big cat guy, but I don't think that you should harm animals for any reason, really. He spray painted him. To be honest, though, I do feel like the husband overreacted. Did he? Yeah, just fire him in and move on. Hmm. All right, you ready for mine? My last ready. one? Ready for our last horror <laughs> story. Okay, last work horror story. Here we go. Recently, while I was having chemotherapy... Wow, this isn't a good start. Ned showed up at the clinic and started asking me about work matters. I assume Ned is a coworker or manager. I was completely surprised that he even knew where I was and that he was asking me about work on my off time. Thing, uh, the things he was asking about were not emergencies or work with, with deadlines. When I went uh, back to work after my days off, Osha was waiting to speak with me and apologize. She was almost in tears because Ned had asked her about my schedule and whether I was on days off or at a meeting. She didn't want to tell him at first but uh, because the calendars are supposed to be confidential, but he threatened to fire her if she didn't tell him. And he also demanded the name of the clinic after she admitted that 
she knew what clinic I was getting my chemotherapy at. I was really upset that Ned had threatened to fire OSHA. I didn't know you could fire OSHA. What's OSHA? It's a organization, like it's the rule. Uh, it has to do with uh, like worker, it's an abbreviation for something, but it's okay. worker safety. For following the, it must have been an employee that handled OSHA incidents. Uh, for following the rules and trying to keep the calendar confidential and for coming to ask me about work stuff on my time off while I, while I have, while I'm having treatments. When Robert was actually in the office, I complained to him about Ned's behavior and he assured me it would be dealt with. Well, I'm dealing with it, with it was firing, uh, him dealing with it was firing OSHA for revealing the uh, confidential information that was on the calendar when she wasn't supposed to. No. He, he gave Ned access to the calendars instead, so now Ned has access to my schedule and will come to the clinic when he has questions about work. This just sounds all topsy-turvy wrong, all all different directions. Like, the the you shouldn't have anyone come to your um, chemotherapy Asking about work-related. Asking about work-related stuff at all. Get a and new job, Ned. Yeah. No, his name's not Ned. No, it's I don't not know. Whoever. Whoever it is. Don't work job. with Ned anymore. Ned's not cool. <laughs> Do you have any crazy stories that happen to you? <clears throat> they told other people's. Um, I mean, I, ha- <laughs> I have had some interesting ones, um, but none that I can share. <laughs> I have one. So it was, um, I used to work at a pizza parlor and this was probably at the age of like 15 or 16 and it was a Tuesday, Halloween, we had two for Tuesdays pizzas and so everyone after Halloween came in to get their two pizzas for the price one Okay. and Wait time was like four hours. Imagine trying to tell someone on the phone, like, hey, you got to wait four hours for us to deliver your pizza. Right. So we're just trying to bust them out. I'm on the phones. I'm handing them to people. You know, I'm trying my best to get people their orders, whatever. Well, (laughs) then this lady walks up to the counter and says, I've been waiting three hours and I'm still not getting my pizzas. And I'm like... Dude, you and the rest of everyone else. So I look at her ticket. It's only been 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. She's not been waiting and two to three hours. she's not being honest with you. She's not being honest with me. So, but we can't, usually when people like come up and say something, we're like. Try to accommodate. Try to accommodate. Yeah. So we're trying to see what we can do. I think we worked it down to like two hours, which at the time seemed to be pretty good because everyone else was waiting like three, three and a half. Yeah. Um, it might even been like an hour and a half. So they put the pizzas on the oven, and I didn't realize that. So she's coming up and she's yelling at us again, and I'm like scrambling and I'm like, I don't see your pizzas. So she thinks you lost your order. Yes. And meanwhile, they were on the oven. Okay. Waiting. They we they got done. them done early. Oh dang. So I finally find them on top of the oven after. You know, a few minutes of people kind of looking for them and couldn't find them. 
She's still yelling, whatever. Grab the pizzas right as I go to pull them down. Flies over my head and falls right in front of her on the floor. And I turn around and I just start bawling my eyes out. Run to the back. I'm like crying. I I can't keep it together. And then the owner finally walks up and she's just like, guys, let's go. And she just whips it up really fast and throws it in the (laughs) oven. It was like they were out in like 10 minutes. But it was pretty traumatic. I bet. I was hysterical because first I couldn't find these freaking pizzas. The oven's like stacked with orders. And I thought everyone was on board with like as soon as they come out of the oven, like someone is waiting for them. Um, but I did drop them at the end of the day right in front of her. That'll I didn't even see her, her face. <laughs> huh? That'll teach her to lie. That'll teach her to be impatient. And be impatient. I'm sure she never went back, but. Well, it sounds like you guys did the best you could to accommodate after both times. Yep. So that was my horse story. Did you get fired? Fired. You're fired. You're fired. It's from Cat and Hat. I did not get fired. Good. Um, I do remember, it reminds me of a time when I was working as a busboy at a restaurant. And we had to deliver waters. So the first thing you would do when someone sat down is you would take them in water and so it was a table of four and the water the water cups were like these goblets with a stem and you know and a base and so I had these four waters on a round tray and you had to carry them like this and I was brand new so I was still learning how to do it so I'm carrying my tray to the table and and when you go to lean over to 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 set down the water the others kind of you know, tilt, and once they go, they go, and water all over the pl- the table, and they get... down, down somebody's back, and it was quite embarrassing. They were actually pretty cool about it, despite the fact that I just soaked them with water. But yeah. That was my first big blunder in, in the workforce. That reminds me of just so many other stories. <laughs> I'm like, yeah? on my birthday, somebody dropped a drink on me, and got like all over my dress got my meal compensated and then when i was in san francisco at the stinking rose stinking rose i I had garlic you had the uh 30 garlic chicken no it was the garlic cloves like that you could like eat or whatever and i had the garlic spill on me no, they spilled a whole uh, a whole bottle or a glass of wine on the oh, table too, would. remember? Yeah. And it got all over uh, our clothes and everything. The stinking wasn't just the happening from rose. the garlic. Yeah. It was, we but were But I think stinking. they took care of us. Like, they paid for our meal and um, they comped the meal and gave us a As they should. Wine. Well, yeah, they, but they made We've it We've right. never been back since. We don't live near San Francisco. No, we don't live near that. But the meal was great. It was good food. Yeah. It's a good, it's a fun place to go. It's actually kind of a, an interesting place to go. <laughs> Why? Uh, because they're known for like the waitresses being very brash. Oh my gosh. I think that's what it was. It's like they were kind of, like they're known for being kind of rude and then they did that to us and we're like. But they didn't mean to do that. They, no. Right. So it was kind of. But it's kind of part of the gig, like the, the <clears throat> gig, the gag, the. Yeah, it just all went south on them. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, those are our stories, and we're going to do this kind of on the regular. Once a month, we want to tell funny employee-employer stories, whether they're crazy, gross, or weird. So if you have any, send us them, and we would love to tell them on the podcast. We won't say any names. We won't say any, um, like, places of work. But we would love to tell your stories, and you can start watching us, listening to us on YouTube and on Spotify and soon to be Apple Podcasts. So we appreciate you tuning in today, and we will catch you next week with 